0: Hi, I'm Courtney Lundine and welcome to the Elevate Motherhood podcast. Too often, our culture minimizes the role of motherhood, but I believe being a mom is a high calling. Here at Elevate Motherhood, we love simplicity and efficiency, habits and routines, and finding ways to let things be easy. But our favorite part of life is being a mom. I'll remind you that every blessing and provision is God's, and I'll help you reflect that mindset in your home and to your family. Thanks for joining me, friend. I'm glad you're here. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Elevate Motherhood podcast. The title of this episode is, What Do You Want? And I really want you to ask yourself that, what do you want? I mentioned this on the trailer episode for this podcast. It's one of the founding pieces of this podcast because so much of the heart behind why I created this podcast for moms is I really want you all to love your life and love being a mom and love the season that you're in. I want your kids to have a mom who loves her life and loves being a mom of course i want that for you and i think to get there mentally we sometimes have to ask ourselves what do i want i think one of the most dangerous things we can do is just live on autopilot especially if negativity is creeping in if you are feeling discontent and negative I don't think that we should accept that mindset and just live in it at least as much as we can help it. There are so many Bible verses about being content and I think that is something that we should aim for. A peace and contentment that comes from the Holy Spirit and choices we make about how we are going to feel about things regardless of the circumstances. I do think there can be a type of Holy Spirit prompted discontentment like And Prompting on your heart to make a change. That's not really what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about when we feel like we are just having a bad attitude every day, feeling like you're just going through the motions and circumstances you didn't choose. Because honestly, for most of us, we probably actually did choose a lot of our circumstances. So I don't want for us to just sit around and be miserable. I want more for all of us. I want us to feel like we are living a life we chose and making the absolute most of it, that we are finding joy in the little things and having attitudes of thankfulness and hope and joy. And I hope you know I am speaking here as your sister in Christ who is literally right there with you. I'm not above this conversation and I'm speaking from a place of I've been there. (laughs) So I really love to ask myself, what do I want? What do I really want? I think this is a God honoring question too, honestly, because when we're on autopilot, we're more likely to just forget about God. If you're just living your life feeling like, this isn't what I wanted, you're probably comparing yourself to other people. You're probably thinking about what could have been, focusing on things you'd change or things you regret. But when we stop to think about what we really want, Number one, we're more likely to realize we already have a lot of what we want and what's most important to us. And realizing that leads to an attitude of contentment. And the number two thing that happens when we ask ourselves what we really want is that we can start to ask God for it. We can be in communication with him about it. We can work for it. We can pray about necessary action to take. So let's dive a little bit into both of these, but first let's really think this through. I'm gonna ask you some questions and I want you to really consider your answers. So just slow down for a minute and think, what do I really want? What kind of family do I want? What kind of spouse did I pray for and wait for and ask God for? What kind of kids did I pray for and dream of? What kind of home did I want? Not just like how many bonus rooms your home would have, but what did you want your home to feel like? What kind of community do you really want to have around you? What kind of friends do you really want? If you work, what kind of job do you want? How do you want to feel when you're working? What kind of mom do you want to be? What do you want? When we ask ourselves those questions, the first thing that can happen is number one, we realize we already have what we really want at our core, or we have a lot of what we really wanted. Maybe we have even more than we wanted and more than we hoped for. Maybe not in every category, but maybe you have surprised yourself thinking about it. Maybe you're realizing, I prayed for these kids. I wanted them so bad. All the pieces of them, the tough stuff and the amazing stuff. Maybe it changes the posture of your heart to realize you got what you wanted. Maybe things about your home drive you crazy day in and day out, but now you realize that you've thought about it, you always wanted a safe place to raise your kids and play with them. And you actually have that now. So taking care of your home is part of it, but actually you got what you wanted, so you'll do what you need to do to keep it. Or you used to hope and pray you'd get married and find someone to commit to you for life. And now you are. You have that. So think about what you love about your husbands. Keep thinking about those things. Set the bar for how you guys want to treat each other and start doing that because you're truly so grateful for him. You've got what you wanted. What about the things that we thought of that aren't exactly what we want? I'm sure we can all think of some things that aren't exactly like we would have designed ourselves. Maybe some of them are big things. Maybe some of them now seem like small things. But either way, now we pray about those things. We can ask God to give us an attitude of contentment while we try to change the circumstances that we can change. Or contentment even when some things can't change. Or we can pray to find the best case scenario given the circumstances. Find things that bring joy and honor God through our circumstances. And pray that we can change what we can. We can be action takers. We can pray for the words to say, steps to take. We can get advice from people we trust. We can save money for, or learn new things or meet new people that might help us to take ourselves to new circumstances. We can be more diligent about not saying or doing things that don't align with what we really want. We aren't going to walk around complaining and speaking out all the negative things that we are praying against. I have an episode called Speak Life," and if you're interested in that at all, go listen to that episode. I really put a lot of my heart into that one. It is single-handedly a concept that has changed a lot of my life, so I love sharing it with you guys. I will link to it in the show notes. but. I love this verse, and I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but in Luke 16, 30, Jesus says, He who can be trusted with a little can be trusted with a lot. So I like to think of it like proving to God that I can be God-honoring in my circumstances now while I'm praying for something else. If you think about it, a boss probably wouldn't even promote an employee who has a bad attitude and won't even do what they've been asked to do because they think they're too good for it and they wanted to do something else no the boss is going to promote the person who works hard and does exceptional at what is right in front of them because they're certain that they can now do more so i'm not saying that's exactly how god works but um that is a verse in the bible and as much as it might be up to us don't we want to be constantly showing god how much he can trust us and i want to say that even if your circumstances aren't changing as fast as you want them to even the act of taking steps to change your circumstances can feel good it can feel empowering recognizing the need for god every step of the way feels nice it makes you feel closer to him It gives you more chances to honor him through the process as well as with the end result you aren't going to scare god with asking for what you want if you know for sure isn't god honoring then of course we shouldn't be doing it but if you're walking with him and you have it in your heart to do something or you want something ask God for it. Bring him in. He knows what you want anyway, so just talk it out with him. Listen for his prompting and watch for him to move and help you. I like to think of the analogy of like a three-year-old asking their parents for what they want. They have no concept of money required or other means necessary for the things they want. They just ask for it. It could be like a snow cone or a private jet and to them it's all the same. They just want what they want and they're not afraid to ask their parents for it and i like to think that that's how we should and can approach god hebrews 4:16 says let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find help in time of need that whole chapter of hebrews 4 is about how The word of God is living and powerful and nothing is secret from him. He sent Jesus as high priest to sympathize with our weaknesses, but there's mercy and grace for us when we are in need. And aren't we ever in need? (laughs) You're not scaring God with your life. He knows he wants to help you. And sticking in line with him as your guide and your director and your helper is a surefire guarantee that what you do will be aligned with his hopes and goals for you if that's what you're asking him for and that you'll be blessed we can apply this to several areas of our lives as general or as specific as we want it to be god cares about it all Sometimes we have to choose what we want most over what we want now and I know that can be hard but it is such a mark of maturity as a believer. When you have the Holy Spirit, you have all the fruit of the Spirit available to you, one of which is self-control. You do have self-control, you can choose what you want most over what you want now. So if we're working for what we're praying for, what we want, sometimes we have to choose what we want most over what we want now. I love to let you guys in on a little bit of the behind the scenes of this podcast because it is not a super professional gig over here. It's just me. I'm a regular person doing my best to share my heart with you and it's really all for you and for his glory anyway. So I have had this episode planned for a while now and it has been titled, What Do You Want? I even recorded it all the way through once, but it just didn't feel ready in this past weekend I spent some time just looking over episodes and thinking what should I say or do next and I saw this episode and if you're thinking you've heard this before it's because I've said this before about different episodes I really do try to just write out what God tells me but then kind of wait for his leading on when to move and he always comes through for me so I looked at this episode called what do you want and I kept thinking like what am I going to do with this so, at the same time, I'm doing this Bible study with the Girls in My Life group, and we're using a plan in the YouVersion Bible app, and it's written by Amy Groeschel, and it's called Jesus is Life, a study on the book of John. And I'm in the middle of it, like uh, several days in, and then yesterday was a story about two of Jesus' disciples beginning to follow Jesus, and it then it turned to, in John 138. Jesus turned to them and said, what do you want? And on that same page of the Bible study talks about in Mark 10 51 when Jesus asked the blind man, what do you want? It's pretty obvious that the blind man wanted his sight, but Jesus still asked him that. That page of the Bible study says Jesus's questions both times were aimed at the heart. He knew what the people wanted, but he asked them anyway. And he wanted them to give a response. And our answer may reflect where we are in the depth depth of our faith. So that was cool. I was like, wow, Jesus said, what do you want? Right after I was thinking about this episode called, what do you want? And then I'm not making this up. I have shared before that I'm doing the Bible recap Bible study, which is a chronological study through the entire Bible. And I have the hard copy book. I love the hard copy book. And that's what I've been using for like 75% of the study. And it's taken me over a year because I don't do it exactly as I should, but sometimes lately I have found myself wanting to keep reading it, but then I didn't have that book and my big Bible with me, but I keep wanting to learn more and finish the Bible study. So I downloaded that plan on my Uversion Bible app, and I was trying to figure out what page I was on and where to start. And the first page I opened up was in 1 Kings 3 when the Lord said to Solomon, and he appeared to Solomon in a dream and said, God said, what do you want? Ask and I will give it to you. And if you know the story, Solomon asked for wisdom, and God replies with, because you asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice, and you have not asked for long life or wealth or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you ask for, wisdom. And I will also give you what you didn't ask for, riches and fame. And if you follow me and obey my decrees and commands, as your father David did, I will give you a long life. I mean, does that not give you guys chills? Like, I'm thinking about this podcast episode, I have a... New Testament version of Jesus asking that question. I have an Old Testament version of God asking that question. So I I was just like in chills. I was like, God is real. (laughs) In case you guys don't know, he is an active part of our life and he cares and he speaks to us, especially when we're listening and looking for him. So when I got that literal third reminder of that question, I was like, okay, God, I hear you. This word is from you. I will get that podcast re-recorded and published just as soon as I can. So I feel brave enough to say that I think God wanted you to hear that too. He wanted you to think about what do you want and consider it like God and Jesus asking us, what do you want? So let's just pray that God helps us answer that question. We can pray that He will turn it into that what we want is what he wants. We will pray for contentment and joy in our lives, courage to make the changes that we can make, and that we will keep God the center of all of it. So I hope this is as encouraging to you guys as it was to me. Before we close, I'd love to say a prayer and a blessing for you. Dear Lord, thank you for these listeners. Please bring all of our hearts closer to yours, Lord. Let our wants be what you want. Let us be brave enough to ask you and acknowledge what we want and take it to you and help us to Have the courage to take the steps to fulfill those callings you've placed in our hearts. Let us find contentment when we realize the areas that you've given us exactly what we wanted. Thank you, God, for giving us what we want, and thank you for helping us to know what we want. Thank you, God, because we know every good and perfect thing comes from you. Let all we do before your glory, in your son Jesus' name, amen. If you want more from Elevate Motherhood, find us on Instagram. I'm able to share more day-to-day life than I can here on the podcast. Also, Elevate Motherhood has an online home organization course created for moms. I am passionate about freeing moms up and lightening their load from expectations and burdens. I want to help you get your home working for you so that you can relax and have more space to be the mom you really want to be. I so much wanted to help you that I have a money back guarantee. If it doesn't make your life lighter, I will give you your money back. So find the link in the show notes at this podcast episode or at CourtneyLundeen.com. Thanks for being here, friends. Until next time, let's elevate motherhood.